are listening to Healthy Mind, Happy Life with Jen and Kate, episode 23. Hey, babes. This is Healthy Mind, Happy Life, your go-to podcast for life and spiritual coaching. Ladies, it's time to step into a new kind of confidence, one where you stop searching for and instead embrace who you are. Each week, we will bring you tools for mindset shifts, connecting with yourself, and living the life you desire guilt-free. Now, onto the show with your hosts, Caitlin Englert and Jen Morgan. Hey, friends. <laughs> Today, we're talking about blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I we don't like, know. I feel like so I, wish us luck. So I watched like this like Keanu Reeves movie uh where he's a surfer and like now all I want to do is like talk like this and just be like Is that how we totally talk? tubular man. <laughs> I met a guy like that in Hawaii and I was like, wow, you really fit the bill. Yeah, like actually all I've ever wanted in my whole entire life is to be a surfer. And did you know that about me? Um, no, so no, but it doesn't like, surprise me. <laughs> like, yep, that's that fits. Yeah, no, like, literally, all I ever wanted, like, so when I before I like could ever surf, I never, like, you know, I wait, does that mean you can? You, I can, you I can, can surf, I can surf, like a mini Not wave, or well, uh, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> like, for those of you that don't know, I grew up in the state of New York. Okay. But I'm a surfer. But I, okay. But I had my had family in California. So I was always like daydreaming about like, okay, the day I'm gonna move to California when I turn sixteen, I'm just gonna go out there and have residency so I could go to school out there and become a surfer. But I used to draw like surfboards and like designs for surfboards and like I was obsessed with Roxy and like the whole Roxy team and like that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to live in Sometimes a I feel like you make this shit up. No. Like how did true. you do all this shit in like a lifetime? You're only thirty. Yeah. One. Yeah. Wait, two. two. Oh, <laughs> well, damn. I let's play that game. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. So like that was like what I wanted to do. And like I was just obsessed with like, you know, this idea of surfing. And like I would go to California and visit my family. But like I didn't ever look at the chance to surf when I was out there. But I was just like, that was like my dream. I wanted to live in a shack and just be a Roxy girl and just be dope and surf. Wear billabong. And no, I was Roxy girl. That's 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 another team. Yeah, this is another that's another team. Okay, you're talking. Don't yeah. offend me. All right, I'm sorry. Your billabong shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's just what comes to mind when I think of like California and surfing is billabong. Yeah, but like Roxy was like the girl. You know, you got like the hat. Okay, and you flat even, hat turned sideways. Even Quicksilver's cooler. Billabong was his billabong shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I always just wanted to be a surfer. And then when I went to Hawaii, I, I had surfed before that. I can't remember where. God, I don't remember. But anyways, um, and yeah, and I surfed there and it was really awesome. And there were sea turtles and I quite enjoyed it. But then I went to this other beach and <laughs> I ended up with a shortboard, which if you don't start on a shortboard, nobody starts on a shortboard. It just poop. They, you know, fly up boop, right up in the air. You, like, don't know what you're doing. You suck. And, you know, like, first wave comes. I'm like, <gasps> you know, <laughs> I fucking miss it. <laughs> Board up. <laughs> and I go under the water. Tumble, tumble, tumble. I'm like, oh, man. Whack my head on the bottom. No reefs, but, you know, it was it was story. Anyways, I'm not sure where I was going. <laughs> well, we could go into what yes. we want to talk about today, which is movement. Yes. So, yes, today we're going to talk about movement and 
Um, I wanted to talk about this because I, I think movement has been something that it's funny. I've fought in my life so many times, but movement is also the most freeing thing that I've found that I can do for myself. And, and I, and I, I just wanted to like bring up like just the, the experience of what it feels like to move intuitively you know, not your day-to-day movement, not going through the motions, not like walking to from your your vehicle to like the grocery store entrance, mm-hmm. like real intentional movement and mm-hmm. expression because expressing myself through movement has been massively monumental in my own journey. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can speak to it too because it's been very much the same I know for you. But for me, um, it started with, um, the practice of yoga. And when I went into the first yoga studio that, that I went into, it was with this intention. Like I had just gotten done with, um, I had come back from New York city. I was modeling. And up until that point, movement for me simply meant losing weight. That was my association because that was my job. Right. I moved but the intention behind it was not to express myself to, it was actually coming from a place of self-harm more so, which was obsessive working out, working out to, to, you know, be a certain weight, to have certain measurements. I mean, I had to measure myself all the damn time. And so movement for me was this, like, it came from this place of like pain and resentment. And but also that you needed an outcome. Yes. Like I work out to have this outcome, but, but I found that the fuel to be able to show up to do those things came from self-loathing came from me not being enough came from having to have that outcome because if I didn't have that outcome, I wasn't going to sign this agency or I wasn't going to, you know, get this job or, and, and, and the modeling industry was such that even when I got to those benchmarks for myself, I was still told it wasn't good enough. Right. So I had this association Mm -hmm. with like movement. And so when I entered into, um, you know, the first yoga studio that I went into, my perspective of showing up was I want to lose weight. I had come back from New York City and all I had known was that cycle. Basically, I had done it since I was the time I was 15. And, and at the point I was 15, I mean, my brain wasn't even like fully mature enough mm-hmm. to know that that wasn't healthy, even though, you know, even though later on I knew it wasn't healthy, but I didn't know how to get out of the cycle. So when I showed up to yoga, my, my, my motivation was like, I'm going to lose weight again and I'm going to be, you know, whatever. And it's going to be fun. Like, cause that's all I knew. And what I found through movement was freedom and freedom from that. Like it was very, I just kept showing up and showing up and showing up. And what I found was that something within me was shifting within my brain, within my mind, where I wasn't looking at myself so critical anymore. And I was like, what is that? And I just kept showing up. And every time I showed up, and showed up and just like let let things like be free, move, move my body in a way that like somebody wasn't freaking telling me to do it. Like I was, you know, like I was so used to some go lose weight, Jen. You gotta go do this. Or either someone wasn't telling you what to do, or you weren't telling yourself, I have to do this. Yeah, and this I, is required of me. The gifts that kept showing up for me in that practice kept me kept me moving forward and, and showing up every day. Like it went very quickly for me, like not going to, you know, not even knowing about yoga to I'm in there every single day because I wasn't looking at myself critically. I was starting to fall in love with this process of like what my body could 
the shapes I could make, what I had ability to create in that room and or what my body had strength to do. And I had never felt that in my life. And that movement of like moving through that practice and like falling into like my favorite part of a yoga practice is like sun A's and sun B's. And we used to in the yoga studio that I ended up working at, which was my home studio, which was like the coolest gift to be able to um, provide that again, you know, to, to like other people, like that kind of experience. Um, it was like Sundays and some we used to turn on like music and like you get like a good song and you get in that flow. And it's like this, it's like, it's like a wave. It's like literally like your body's just moving and like you can express yourself and feel the feeling of like breathing and moving. And like, it allowed me to start processing a lot of those emotions that from kind of growing up in this, in this like highly critical world that like I had not processed, I had not even thought outside of the box with it. Like I had, I had no awareness. Like I already had poor self-esteem before I got into modeling. So like I had no appreciation, like what my body was, what I could do, like even just basic things of like, I would look at myself in the mirror and I wouldn't feel pretty, you know, Mm -hmm. like these basic things. And like through that practice, expressing and getting that, getting those beliefs out, pushing them out through like my body was like, whoa, this is, this is everything. Like it has taught me so much about my own world to be able to express myself and almost like I can watch myself in that expression. Like, even if I go into, like, I I just started going back to the studio because I had other things that I was more so working with, but just like having those moments of like, this is what my body wants and this is how my body wants to move. And feeling the self the self-expression in those interim moments of that is like the most peaceful time that I I feel in my in my my world yeah yeah well I think once you let go of control and stop wanting to have a certain outcome that's attached with the movement you through that process you begin to connect with yourself you connect with your body and things shift. And I've seen that for you yeah. in class, you know, teaching so, dance. So for those of you guys that don't know, one of the, the way that I actually found Kate was because I was taking pole at a, another studio and I had moved to a different location. And then my husband was like, Hey, there's this guy I know and his wife has a pole studio and she seems like you and you guys would be friends. And I was like, no, I don't want any more friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that and, is true. And I'm pretty sure Kate said the same thing, but I ended up coming to her class. And, and so she was teaching me pole, which is hysterical now because like, lo and behold, we are friends, um, obviously. But so that was so Kate, Kate taught me pole. And so she's actually got to watch me. Um, and especially when I was taking pole, even in the beginning when I was taking pole at other studios and I had taken it give or take over the years, like, uh, you know, a few times, but not stuck to it. And my feeling on it was, especially at the time, like I was lifting and I was like, I just wanted to experience myself as like strong, you know, mm-hmm. I just wanted to feel like I can do this, you know? It wasn't because I wanted to express myself. It wasn't because I wanted to move. It was because I wanted to feel my own strength, which is there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't able to tap into that place that I had found in yoga in with that yet. 
And then when, you know, I came to Kate's classes, um, I started to kind of like unfold more so in kind of our free time. And I would just like feel the music and then express myself. So, well, I think the difference is that in a class, they're teaching you concrete information, right? They're saying, do this move and this is how you do it. And so what I was going to say is that because of your experience, uh, what happened and what I've seen is it went the opposite, right? It's like, well, I don't want to live or be told what to do. So I, I, I think as a teacher, I kind of just let you experience class the way you wanted to. And even you would get, I could see that you'd get frustrated with not being able to do certain things. But when you let go of that expectation or stopped putting that pressure on yourself to do it exactly the way I showed it or the other girls were doing it, you did it like in freestyle, you would just like whip it out in nowhere. We're like, how did she just do that? Funny because they would like, it would be like, but you were not like, you didn't work well with inside of the the box. Yeah. So Kate would be like, okay, we're going to learn this today, right? And I would be like getting so frustrated. Like, no, I don't want to. You know, I would be, and at first I would, I would like, you know, when I got more comfortable with like everybody in the class, like I would just be like the whiny baby that I am. And I, and you I, were all not. the other girls would like, like do it. And I'd be like, no, I'm not going to do it today. You know, and then like freestyle would come up and I'd be like, boom, right into it. Mm-hmm. And Kate's like, what the hell, John? <laughs> you know? Well, like, So I also have found through my movement practices when I do put that kind of pressure on myself. Yeah, it's like I needed to step away. I'm like, no, I I don't want to do that right now. Yeah. And I knew I could. Or it's like you put all this pressure on yourself to win a race or something, right? It's like sometimes that ends up defeating you before you've even tried because you're not experiencing the experience. You are putting all this pressure on yourself to have a certain outcome or a certain expectation of what your body should be able to do or what you want it to do to prove something. So for me, it's always been about me trying to prove my worth. Like that outcome, that worth. Mm -hmm. My very ego centered, you know, like I need to prove to everyone how strong I am and, or how good I am or how fast I am. It was never about this process of connecting with my body. Yeah. However, it's okay. When I look back at my experience, so I got into, I have um, like a different experience than you. I started with cross training and then I moved into like dance and yoga. And I was always very resistant against yoga. Everyone's like, you should try yoga. You should try meditation. It's really good for slowing down. I'm like, no, CrossFit is my meditation. Like that was my mentality. Heavy thing. Put it down. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and it was somewhat true, but it did help me stay. My brain was so active at that time and that it really did help me like just check out and be in the moment of, you know, doing the, the workout of the day and lifting, having thing, lifting heavy things. And so it was what I needed at that time. I was just coming into recovery, starting a career. I had all kinds of thoughts, emotions about myself, about my external world. And so I needed CrossFit at that time. And so then I got into pole dancing. And I feel like even that, right? It just transitioned into, I got to, I got to show everyone in this class, like how good I am. I got to learn this move. I can't be bad at this. And like, it was so 
it was just like I had this certain outcome. Like I wanted to look a certain way. I wanted to be able to do things a certain way. I needed to um, perform a certain way because if I didn't, then it meant that I was not worthy or other people would judge me like, oh, she's not very good. Oh, she's not this. And it was like at the time that is what I cared about. But then I um, started taking classes for dance at um, another facility. And through that, the the variety of classes that I was taking allowed me to, well, one, it really checked me because there was these girls in the class that were just so remarkable and amazing movers and dancers. And it really like hurt my ego, to be honest with you. But I needed that. I really needed that like check. And it allowed me to begin with, and and it's been a very long process, but to connect with my movement and connect with my body. And the way that your body is unique and the way that your Mm -hmm. body moves. like Yeah, like my body can't do certain things. Like I'm not a contortionist. I can't do certain split moves. I can't do certain this. I can't lift certain weight at the gym. it's so so normal to compare yourself Mm -hmm. too, but it's like, I feel like, because that was how I felt too, but in those moments where like, I can't do it. At first, it was like, I can't do it. And then when I realized, like, I was watching other people's unfolding at the same time, too, in the in class, and probably you felt like this at the other studio, is, like, you realize, like, what people can do with their body is their own expression. And right. like, to not compare yourself to that. Like, some of the girls in, in the class with me, it's like, I was the girl that could whip it out in a freestyle. Like, I can just fucking dance, you know, like, move and get in mm-hmm. that zone. But like, you know, Sarah, Sarah's bendy. My God, I don't understand how she can make the shapes that she does. Mm-hmm. I like literally look at it and I'm like, oh. you know. Or right, like- so it's also recognizing what the the strengths of what your body yeah. can do and not always forcing what you can't do, right? Yeah. And it's not, what I realize is it's not a reflection of me and as a result of doing that, like it's one thing to challenge yourself, but also like, I know, okay, I'm not going to be that great at this move or I can't bend my arm or my leg that way, but that's okay. Like I'm really good at being at, at doing this over here. And so I've, and movements changed for me and it's, yeah. it's dependent it on does. what I have going on in my life. So like, especially having kids and then the postpartum recovery, pregnancy, like yeah. all these aspects, my movement had to shift and change. And I, what I learned from my first experience after I had my son was like, I, I just went ham again at the gym. Like I didn't give my body time to like recover and repair itself from 10 months of going through a huge transformation. And I think a lot of women do that. I was like literally like in headstands up until the day that I know you've said that. And I'm not kidding. I did CrossFit till I was like eight months with Liam and, but like a lot of women are like, I don't understand why I can't lose this weight or why I can't lift this much. Yeah. Why I can't do this. But it's like, okay, my body just almost for a year trans transitioned and transformed. And a lot of things happened during that time. So I didn't respect my body at that time. And, and then I had my second one and I did allow myself to do the proper repair work because after the first one, I had a lot of injuries because you have all these hormones and things that are affecting your body. So anyway, my point is that depending on what I have going on in life too, depending on what I had going on at work or stay at home parent or, you know, trying to manage kids, like my, my movement practices have had to shift 
And then, then it shifted into, okay, uh, I would say like two years ago, like what I started asking myself, what are you trying to prove? Mm -hmm. Right? Like I had, I had begun this process of connecting with my body and I learned a lot about that, but I still battled with trying to prove myself and connecting with myself. And I really just transitioned into, okay, asking myself each day, what do I feel like doing today? Mm-hmm. Is it CrossFit? Is, and then that, at that time, I was starting to get into yoga. And so I was like, okay, do I want to do yoga today? Do I want to do CrossFit? Do I feel like dancing? And it was less about having to prove my worth, stroke my ego, um, you know, lift a certain amount of weight, or it wasn't, or have my body look a certain way. And it became more about what feels right to me. And that to me is what movement is all about is being intentional about what I need that that day. Connect with yourself in that, Mm -hmm. in those moments. Like for me, yoga was, you know, the, the, the things that like, you know, it's like for you, it's like the things you were bringing into it. Right. Yoga taught me how to uh, really kind of like, see my world like I was bringing all this like self-worth issues self-esteem issues you know like all of this like really embedded programming about the way that I was supposed to look the way I was supposed to act the way I was supposed I was it's almost like literally like if somebody made somebody out of play-doh that's what I had made my world it, mm-hmm. I, I had to change my hair when they said change my hair I had to change my body when they said change my body mm-hmm. uh, if I didn't get the job I was told exactly why you weren't skinny enough you weren't what they were looking for, your hair wasn't right, your, it was like, all of those things, like, I didn't even know who I was, right? And so, like, through the process of, of movement, I, I got to learn these things, like, that I was holding on to. It's like, that's not me, that's not me, that's not me, mm-hmm. that's not me, that's not me. And it's, it's okay if you do desire certain outcomes, like if you desire to lose weight or to be stronger or to move a certain way, there's nothing wrong with that. The The challenge is when what it is- What do you attach to that though? Mm-hmm. Well, What's one, the intention? One, yeah, what is the intention? What is the, I tried to put intention and attachment together. <laughs> I think you could do that. I think I could do that. In, in, in attachment? Yeah. Attachment? Attachment. What's your- Intentment? In, in, intentment. <laughs> So, you know, what is your intention behind it? What is your attachment to it? And the last question is, are you enjoying what you're doing? Because if the outcome takes over to to a certain level, you will no longer enjoy what you are doing. And that's where a lot of people who start, say, like a weight loss program or exercise program or, you know, whatever they're doing, have a certain outcome attached to it. And when that doesn't happen... They feel defeated, they give up, they don't want to do it anymore. So now it's become just about the outcome. It's contingent on that and not about how it feels in your body. Well, and that's, and the thing too is like, if you can be present, like movement teaches us to be present. Mm -hmm. When you're present, the gifts unfold. Like they really do. Like yoga was, was a boat for me to be able to, be present and see what showed up in those classes. And that taught me everything. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, coming to pole, like I battled myself for the longest time, like that, those self-worth things, those self-esteem things, like I didn't know how to really be in my body and feel good and confident about myself, which is why I 
work with people on that now because that was my journey. Like I didn't know what confidence was. I didn't know what being sexy was. Like I didn't know how to feel sexy or confident or happy with myself or, you know, like those, those kind of things. Like I never learned it quite, quite frankly. Like, and it depends. I would have to show up in a, in a photo shoot in a, in a bathing suit and lingerie and whatever and fake it. And I knew how mm-hmm. to fake it, but it freaking blew and it sucked and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I did, I was so out of touch with like myself as like somebody who was feminine, somebody that could have expressed themselves in their body and feel sexy that like, even when I showed up for pole, like I knew I was going to go on like a journey of some sort. But I wasn't going to pull because I was like, I want to feel sexy in my own body. I want to feel confident in my own body. I was like, I want, and I was lifting at the time too. Mm -hmm. I was approaching it the same way I was approaching lifting. Anger or, you know, like resentment, like pain, Mm -hmm. like all of these things. And I was like, I can just do the thing and and then I'm going to, and I'm going to feel happy because I, I did the trick and whatever. And then I'm going to go, go home. And what the gift was, was me processing all of my world that was like, really embedded those embedded beliefs about who I was and how I could show up. And it presented me with other, other ways to express myself that felt more like me and felt more true to me. Like I like being sexy. Like I like moving my body. I like watching the way Mm -hmm. I can move my body and there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with me. I get to express myself however the hell I want to and take up space on the earth. Mm-hmm. Point blank. Yeah, and movement, and especially through dance, has allowed me to express and process through emotions when I don't feel like I have yeah. words for yeah, it. Yeah. And so this could be any form of dance or movement. And, you know, it could be yoga, it could be strength training, it could be any type of dance, freestyle dance, or whatever you enjoy doing, but processing that emotion in the right environment. I feel like I really was able to make these shifts once I was in an environment that supported it, you know, being in a gym where everyone else is kind of like in that rat race too, or trying to prove their ego or need their ego stroke just fueled mine. But once I removed myself from that environment, it slowly just didn't fully go away, but I, you know, it's, it's mostly gone, but I know if I put myself back in that environment, it's going to bring it back up again. Um, And so, you know, I I think the thing is to just play around with different movement practices, you know, could be kayaking, hiking, surfing, like whatever it is, but play around with it and be very intentional about how it feels in your body, why you're doing it, how it's helpful to you and, and see how that improves things for you, how that helps you connect with who you are. See what gifts are there, what those movements have to show you about about yourself, about your world. Like I just, like I said, I mean, like movement has taught me so much about who I actually am Mm -hmm. and helped me. Like, it's like, uh, you know, those like body brushes where you like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? No. (laughs) Like you, you, it's like they're coarse brushes. Like you slough off like your top layer of skin. No, I don't do that. Body brushing. Oh, I don't do that. It's taught me <laughs> it's taught me how to brush brush off all the things that like aren't serving me, aren't true, aren't, you know, my true truth about myself and what is true, you know, and I, I think that that's very, very powerful to experience yourself in that way. And um, it, it's I, I think it's a way of healing. Really, I think it's a way of healing. That's the perfect way to explain it is it is a process of healing. It's like therapy. 
It is. I love like, like, oh, I have pole and I'm sad. I know that sounds crazy, but like, I know I can put it out there and I can, I can work it out of my body. And then I'm like, wow, I expressed that. And I gave that emotion, that feeling of life. And then it's beauty. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, that like, you know, I watched So You Think You Can Dance. I used to, I don't know if it's I in a while, but when you see somebody like in that raw emotion and they can tap into it and like express themselves, it's like the most beautiful thing that exists. It really is. It really is. And so my challenge to you guys is, you know, go out, play around with some different things. Maybe you already have the thing that you enjoy doing and, and see how it feels. And you can even journal about it too. I have found that really helpful. Um, And then, you know, we'd love to hear your feedback on it or, you know, just share with other people, you know, share this podcast with other people, share your thoughts about your movement practices with other people um, or, you know, whatever you choose to do with that. But just, I guess the takeaway is be intentional and be aware about what you are doing in your movement practices and how is that connecting with who you are. Yeah. And we will, that's all the time we have for today, but we will be back next week and think that's it. I think that's good. We out. (laughs) We out. Mic drop.